0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness Podcast. My name is Haim Roche, and I'm excited that you are here, my greatness tribe. Hey, I mean, listen, this week, I was having a conversation this past week with one of my closest friends. And in this conversation, we were having some real deep discussions, I would, I would dare to say, um, like we always do, pushing each other, um, encouraging each other, that type thing. And so as we were talking. I was sharing with him a context of scripture that i want to be able to share with you and i want to give you some insight have a real conversation real dialogue about this because this is something that as i have read this before and heard this storyline before it's something that has per se brought a concern for me and it's something that i have seen with so many different men um, when it comes to reference to this concept of conversation and so here it is in 1st or 2nd Kings, 2nd Kings chapter 4, verses 1, 2nd Kings chapter 4, verses 1. This is what it reads. It says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen now I want to read the latter part and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the lord and the creditors is come to has come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen this is why this conversation kind of like is something that has hit me that I really wanted to have a dialogue with you about in this one verse of scripture, normally we go on and we hear what the prophet Elijah's response is to the wife, and we get excited about that he tells unto her basically, go become an entrepreneur, uh start looking what you have in your own house and Go through this context of after you have examined what you have, then basically put a system in place where you can then start making money um, from that context of what you have already. And so normally we lean heavy into that part. But the part that I want to lean into is this verse, verse one, where you have a man of God that is. In this school of prophets, he's basically going to school. He's serving in the ministry or, you know, he's he's going after his dream. He's going after something that he desires greatly. But in the midst of going after these things and in the midst of all of these things happening for him, um, he passes away, he dies. And now the wife of this man that was so ambitious and so, uh, so much gun ho and going after what he dreamed and what he wanted for his life. Now she's coming to his boss. She's coming to his teacher and she's saying unto him, listen, I know what type of man I'm married. I know that he was a man that was going after this thing and he served you well and he was faithful in what he did. But now he's dead. And there's some debt that he has left behind. There are some things that he left behind that he did not take care of or do while he was still alive. And now because of that, based upon the time and the era of, this, of, of what they were dealing with, because of that system and because of this scenario, now the creditors, those that he owes, are coming to get my son to work off this debt. One way or another, either they are going to physically be working it off um, or based upon that time, they would sell them to be able to work it off on another person's land. But anyway, it goes. the creditor is now coming after my sons, coming after my children because my husband died and left this debt. Now, one of the things that probably you think up top is, oh, man, you're probably talking about that disturbs you is that he left debt behind. In some sense, yeah, but that's not the real heart of where it has been really pricking my heart and wanting to make sure that I have this conversation with you. The thing that has really been pricking my heart is While this man is going after going into college and or going after his dream or trying to start that new business or going after something that has been in his heart, there's some other things that I recognize in this one verse of scripture is that he wasn't ready, he was not ready for him to pass away in the midst of going after his dream. I know you're probably saying like, really, hard. like, who's ready? <laughs> who's really ready to go? And I get it. We're probably not like, and, and we don't have a planned time of saying, okay, at this date is when I'm supposed to go, is when I'm supposed to pass away, when I might be, when I might die. Like, we, we don't have a script to say that this is when this is supposed to happen. But there is, there is something that we, I feel that we are responsible to make sure of, and that is that we're ready. There, There's uh, the first Black Panther. I, I I, love this line. And we're actually going to have a, a day where I want to dive into this a little bit more. Um, gather some men, have a real good conversation about this. But in, in the first Black Panther, there's a scenario where the father has passed away, father has died, and now the son is now stepping into the role. Well, while he's about to step into this role, there is something that he there's a there's a transition or there's the thing that he has to go through some steps that he has to go through before it is finalized. Not just the fight. He goes through the fight. He wins the battle um, in that aspect where no one wants to fight him at that point of time. He goes through that portion. But there's another part that he has to go through. And this party is that he has to now go to become the Black Panther. And in the process of him becoming the Black Panther, he basically, in a nutshell, he goes and he goes and he's standing and seeing his ancestors, talking with the ancestors, and specifically he's talking to his father. And he's sharing with his father how afraid he is, how he feels like he's not prepared for this specific situation. And the father makes a statement that I believe has always been something that has stood out and powerful to me. And that's why I I will never let this context go. As he says, in a nutshell, have I failed you as a father in not preparing you for my death? I'm going to say it again. Have I failed you as a father for not preparing you for my death? Now understand, again, the father didn't know when he was gonna pass. He didn't think that the day he was going to go to this conference to have this speaking conversation and doing what he was doing, that that was going to be the day that he was going to die, that he didn't think that, but what he, what he was preparing as soon as he had his son, as soon as he had his daughter, as soon as he started a family, what he was doing was he was preparing for one day, I know that I'll pass away. And I have to make sure that when that day comes, that you are prepared. So I'm going to ask you as we're having this uh, conversation, are you prepared? Have you prepared your family? I, you know, I don't know. Have you prepared? Have you prepared if anything ever happens to you? Will they be okay? Now I'm not just talking financial. With this is specifically talking financial, which that is a part of the conversation. But there's some other pieces that is also included in that conversation. If something happens to you, anything, it doesn't have to be per se that you die. It can be something as tragic as you driving and getting in an accident and on that specific day, you lose certain function functions in your body where you can't do some of the things that you are doing currently. Are you ready? Are they ready? Now, I know that this might be a very strong conversation, but coming off of our last conversation, talking about time, this has really been something that has really been weighing on me is I want to make sure that my sons and my wife is ready, not per se where I'm like, "Oh man, you know tomorrow I might go," or I got some sickness and so I know something's going to happen no I'm not it's not it's not one of those things. I want to make sure that if anything ever happens to me, if I pass away any time, whenever that time would come, that my sons and my wife will be OK. I don't want it to be where it's sorrow upon sorrow. I you know you've seen it just like I have, where a family member, someone important, someone's father, someone's mother. Someone's friend passes away, but they were not ready to pass. They didn't have certain things in place. They didn't have certain things lined up and ready for. They were not ready for that moment. And now those that are left behind can't even properly mourn, can't even properly grieve because they're trying to figure out a way to to bury you. So now they're doing GoFundMes and now they're doing and selling different things in their home to try to be able to raise the funds and raise the capital to be able to be ready. I don't want that for you. Again, connecting this conversation to our time. Time is vitally important. And in the time that we have, and the time that we have every single day, we have an opportunity to make sure that those around us, as well as ourselves, is ready for that moment. I, I, I think about in this in this scenario, every day you are sending your child to school. It might be in whatever level of schooling that might be, or you might be a person that is listening or watching and you're saying, look, my all my kids is grown and gone. But there was a moment while they were in school. And while they were in school, one of the things that the teachers in that school were doing every single day, Monday through Friday, when they would come into class, they were preparing them for something. They were trying to make sure that your child has the ability and have the skills that they need to be ready, ready for what? Ready to take the test, ready for the major state test ready for when it's time to graduate so you will be ready for the next grade every day they had a plan so that they can make sure that their person that student in that class has the ability to have all the information and the teaching needed so that they will be ready for what's going to happen next how if we how about if we thought about life like this our relationship like this not per se let's be ready for death that is a conversation but also what if you were ready for your next what steps would you be taking to make sure that you are ready for your next what things would you be doing now currently to make sure that your family is prepared for when you blow up like for when your your business goes to the next level or for when when you start having to Uh, begin the process of your business. And because of that, there are certain things that you're going to have to sacrifice time. There are certain uh, certain time that you're going to have to sacrifice for other things that you would normally be doing, but you now have to sacrifice those because you got to put in the work, put in the time for the business. But is your family ready for that? Are they ready for it? And then the question comes, like, how do you get them ready? What things do you need to start looking at preparing? Because I don't know what you're specifically wanting to do. What things do you have to be doing in being prepared and ready for what this is? Are you ready? I I, I know you, you have dreams, but are you really ready for them? You you want to create the business, but are you really ready for them? You, you want to be able to get the promotion at your job, but are you really ready? Not per se, do you have the knowledge? Not per se, do you have the wisdom? Not per se, do you have the skill set to be able to do it? No, I'm not asking, are you ready there? I'm asking, are you ready for the next? Is your family, is your core, is your nucleus of your life, is that ready for you to be able to elevate? And if it's not, then you're going to elevate and something here is going to be missing. Someone on this end is going to be hurting because you didn't, you wasn't ready for it. These conversations are important because again, again, it connects back to our time, but it's important because that means these important conversations are happening because there's something that you are supposed to be getting ready for. But if you're not taking this time seriously, if you're not taking these moments seriously, if you're not taking our conversation seriously, then you're not going to be ready. Not again, not just are you not just you're not going to be mentally ready. No, you might not have the, the support ready to be able to walk into what you're trying to do next. So right now what you have to do is you have to start putting in the plan, putting in the steps, doing, having the conversation, making sure that you're teaching what you need to be taught in this season so you can be ready. And your scenario might also be that, listen, I might need to be reading certain books. I'm not, I might need to be listening to certain conversations that make sure that I'm ready for this. And if not, then the moment will come and you might be able to walk right in that door, but because you wasn't ready, you might miss the moment. You might, you might suffer a little bit, not because like because stress or the next level, it doesn't come with tension. No, it comes with tension. It comes with more responsibility. It comes with a heavier weight. That, that's, that's a part of the business. That's a part of going up. But there are certain weights that you should not be having. But the only reason why we have those weights, the only reason sometimes why we walk into that strain of life is because we were trying to get to a goal, but we didn't make sure that our house was ready. That's what I see in this scripture. Again, we're going to read the scripture again. 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1. She, I mean, she 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 this woman comes to him and has this beautiful conversation because she's trying to make it clear of what happened. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take him Take unto him my two sons to be bondmen, you wasn't ready. you wasn't ready. You're trying to go off to college, but you your family is not ready for you to do that. I'm not talking about hear what I'm saying. I remember having a conversation um one time with a man, and he shared with me this aspect of where he knew he was supposed to go to college, and he knew that it was going to be. A sacrifice he still had some income coming in because he was ex-military um and but or but he wanted to make sure that as he made this step he first thing that he did was he sat down his wife and had the conversation hey listen this is what's about to happen I'm about to go to college these this is going to make an adjustment Here is going to be an adjustment here this is going to probably have to change we're going to probably have to stop doing this or whatever like he had the real dialogue And then he made the move. Now the move itself was a sacrifice. The move itself was, was was a, was a, was a real move for him to be able to do that, that, that helped him later on in where he is now. But, but if he did not, not per se, if he didn't make the sacrifice, but if he didn't make sure that his family was ready, the strain of what he was doing would have become more difficult. You going to school in general, surely for me, I I mean, goodness gracious, school, school was a thing for me. Specifically test is a thing for me. So some people, they struggle with that. Some people, they have an issue with with going to school. Some some people struggle in that. And so just the natural strain and stress that comes with going to school, having to learn specifically when you're talking about college life, going into the college life, learning these new things and then having to be uh, doing tests and all of that, that comes with the stress by itself. But if you're doing all of that, you're stepping into something new. You're walking into a new place. But the but the support system that you have, the core, the found, fam- the family, the friends, the people that rock with you, all of if they're not ready, because everybody that's watching, you're not married. Some people are single. Some people don't even have a have a have a, 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 a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whatever. Like some people don't have that context. So I'm talking to the all the people. I want to make sure we're clear. Whatever your support system, they need to be ready for what you're about to walk into. And some of that is just having a clear conversation. They were not ready. This man went to school, but his family was not ready. Not per se ready for him to go to school. His family was not ready for him to die in the middle. So let's let's do a park there because I've hit a couple different things already. I hit the context of making sure that we, our family is ready before we walk in, before we walk into these new adventures, no matter if that's elevation and job, no matter if that's a new business adventure, no matter if that's a new idea, that you, whatever that might look like for you, right? But here's the thing, making them ready for what your dream is and what you're doing, what you're going after is one thing, but making sure that they're ready if you're not here is another and in this system of time the wife's responsibility she's at home doing what she does taking care of her her kids making sure the children is good making sure there's food on the table doing the, the, those those things that back then that what that that the uh, main responsibility of the wife would be husband is the one that's out here back then that would do a lot of the laboring and different things to that nature. Like he was the main breadwinner in the home. So when your main breadwinner goes, but does not have things prepared for him to go, now you're stuck with the bag. So for me, this is where I'm at. I'm going to just actually clean, and then I'm going to have a little statement that I make behind it, but I'm going to actually clean, just just simple. Do you have insurance? Yes, we're going to talk about savings and all of that, but do you have insurance? Do you have life insurance? If anything happens to you, do you have the insurance that you need to make sure that if you go, if you pass away, that your family is taken care of? They don't have to, that's not an extra strain or stress that you're going to leave on your family. And I'm not just talking about enough for them to bury you. I'm talking about also, do you have enough for them to make some moves with? Do you have a savings? Do you have a savings account? Do you have money that has been building and stashed away? Where again, if anything happens to you, your family is good. We're talking about financially. Do you have those things set in place? Now, while we're talking about finance, if you are watching or listening and you are a parent, are you teaching your children, making sure that your house is financially literate? They know how to deal with finance. They know what to do with money. I'm not talking about you don't got to go too deep. I'm saying, do they know the basic fundamentals of how to be able to make sure that they handle money well? Because here's the other part. If they're not ready, you can have the nice insurance. You can have tons of thousands of dollars saved in your savings. But when you pass away, you're not there to dictate what they do with the money, but, you're, but a part of the responsibility is making sure that they have the wisdom, the know-how on what to be able to do with the money, with the insurance that you're leaving behind. Do they know how to steward it well? Do they know how to take what you have left and increase it, flip it, invest it the correct way? Like, do they know what to do when it comes in reference to money? now these are things for me personally that i'm trying to get my sons to be able to be aware and to know and to be able to acknowledge and see how this system works i want i I need my sons to be able to know that now we ain't having no conversations and dealing with like this is how much my bills are we're not doing that not now but i am going to make sure that you have the basics okay hey you got $25 this month. What you gonna do with the 25? How much of that is you saving? Because I need you to get in the process. Okay, after you put that, whatever you, the amount that you're saving, after you put that to the side, then what are we doing? What, what, what are you doing with the rest of that money? Do you know how much that costs? Because why? I'm I'm having these conversations. Me and my wife, we're having these conversations because what we're trying to make sure is that you have an understanding of money. I watch certain people on, um, I think I've seen a guy on uh, TikTok or on Instagram where, I mean, his kids know some deep pieces when it comes to that money. They know what the investment context, they know, and they're younger kids, which was, I'm like, salute to you, sir. Thank you for being an example to show us how to do this. Because why? When it's all said and done, you need to make sure that they're ready. They have to be ready. They have to have an understanding of this. At, depending on your child's age or depending on where you are in life, they, they might not know how to run a full business. We, I'm, I mean, that's okay. But do they know how to take care of the budget? These are things that we have to make sure that we're implementing, we're pouring into, we're making sure that if anything happens to me, I need to make sure you're ready. So like one of the things I told my wife, I said, honey, one of the things that I want to do is I want to make sure that we are financially in a place where with the business ideas and different things that we want to be able to create and to do, um, the men that we want to be able to help and pour into and uh, for her with her business, with the Soul society that she's being, you know, the, uh, the the clothing and all of the things that she's doing. Like I, I would I want our business to get to a point on all spectrums that if anything ever happens to me, you'll still be okay. It, the system itself can still keep going certain things, we can be able to implement and put in place where the system can keep moving and it will be as if in some sense financially, like I wasn't gone. So yes, let's go to the, let's continue the conversation Verses two, same thing. Second Kings chapter four, verses two, I, I want to preference this. I know everybody is not an entrepreneur. Everybody's not. I get that. Everybody is not supposed to be an entrepreneur. If everybody was an entrepreneur, we wouldn't have workers. You wouldn't have people that was supporting these businesses the way that they have to. Right? So we, I understand that concept. But there, I want to be able to bring something to light in a minute. So 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 2. This is now Elisha's response to the first statement. Okay, he didn't put things in place. He didn't make sure that y'all was ready. He didn't. He did. He did. He wasn't prepared to go. And now, because of that, there's a situation that's happening where your sons, the creditors, is about to come and get your children. All right, this is what you need to do. Elijah says unto her, "What shall I do for thee? Tell me what hast thou in thy house." And she said that, that handmaid that has not, own, not anything in that house save a pot of oil. Then he goes through this context of conversation to tell her what to be able to do, how to be able to do your business, how to start this entrepreneurial business, right? So this is what I say to you. The first thing I want you to do, because I'm talking to you, sir. First thing I want you to do is I want you to sit down and look at what you have in your house. You. What do you have inside of you? The the wisdom is is of how much level of wisdom or knowledge you have. It's not all that being honest. We can increase it. We can gain more. We can read more. We can get more books, bring more books to our book of the month conversation that will help us to be able to increase our knowledge. Get that part. But what you have in you, you need to start pouring out. But I need you to be able to write down and say, look, this is what I have. This is the plan that I want. This is where I want to be at. These are areas that I want to make sure that my family is ready for. I want to make sure that if, if anything ever happens to me, they know how to still go and do life. And they will be okay. Like what? What would that look like? I know. I know. I know. I know. I know that that's it's it's a, it's almost like a sad thought to be able to have. It's uh, it's like difficult sometimes to think about you not being here. I get it. I get it. And it's stressful. Don't don't hear me. It's stressful. I know that there might be a man you're listening and and you might be listening. Man, man look, dude. I, Man, I'm working hard just to keep us surviving. I get it. But there's a wisdom that you have within you right now that you can be teaching your wife. There's a wisdom that you have within you right now that you can be teaching your children. At the place that you're in, there's things that you have learned through life experiences that you can be sharing with another person right now and allowing them to learn the lessons so that if anything ever happens, they'll be ready. One thing I love about um, my bishop, Bishop Nate Holcomb, who uh, passed away some time back now, is he ministered or preached for over 30-something years. Wonderful man of God, great person, I mean, just a loving man. But what he made sure he did, he made sure that everybody was ready before he passed away. He made sure that his congregation had the tools, the instructions, the the gems that they needed to be able to do the basics to be able to grow, to be able to have the tools and the seeds that you would need to be able to take yourself to the next level. Just implement these basic fundamentals that I've given you over the years. With my my uncle, Pastor Charles Anthony Tedder, who passed away over, over, over some years. There's wisdom and there are tools and there are things that he poured into me to make sure that I have these basic conversations, these basic things, so that I would be ready. He didn't know when he was going to pass. My bishop didn't know when he was going to pass. But there are things that they left behind teaching me to make sure that I was ready for this. I want to make sure that they're ready. I want to make sure that my sons are ready. This man had two sons. He had two sons and a wife that he left behind. That he didn't make sure that they were ready. While he was going after his dreams, while he was going after his goals, while he was chasing that endeavor, while he was going after in school, while he was doing that, he didn't make sure that they were ready. He didn't make sure that his finances was ready. I'm not saying don't go after these things in the process though. Make sure they are ready. If you're going to school, there's things that you're can that you learning in school that you can teach your people, you can teach your friends, you can teach your wife, you can teach your kids, you can teach people. There are things that they need to make sure that they are ready. So when that moment comes, that time comes, when that shift comes in your life, they're not straining, they're not struggling. Yeah, it might hurt. Don't get me wrong. It's going to hurt for them. They have to go through the process of grieving and memories and all of those things. One thing they'll make sure is, man, he made sure we was ready. That's what I want. I want to make sure that when the time comes, yeah, people in, out here, y- y'all that listen to me on podcasts and watch, and those that I have the privilege of being able to speak to one-on-one and all of these different, uh, you know, being able to preach at different places and speak at different places and all of those wonderful things, I enjoy it. I know that this is part of who I am. And when that time comes that, that I, it's my time to go, there might be people that says, "Man, he was this and he did that, and you know he helped me here, and you changed my life here." And there will be; those will be wonderful, powerful conversations. But when it's all said and done, if my wife and my sons are sitting here, and they're going to the funeral, and they're getting ready for all of this and and they're not ready and that's gonna break my heart. That will hurt more on that deathbed than death itself. That moment will break my heart more to know that I didn't make sure that they were prepared. I know that's not what you want. You want to make sure that they're prepared. You want to make sure that they're ready for this next. Not per se when you pass away only, no. Whatever this next licks, level looks like for you, you want to make sure that they're ready. If my son wanted not ever start a business, I want to make sure he's ready. I want to be able to teach them now certain techniques and conversations and things that I'm learning as I'm going through this journey, as my wife is going through this journey. Because even if they say, dad, we don't want to start no business. We want to go work at such and such. Cool. You know how, you know how powerful they would be understanding how business works and what impact they can make in that person's job, that person's business, they'll make a powerful impact. Because I made sure that I was pouring and making them ready for whatever their future looks like because of what I'm walking into. So I want you to be ready, but I want you to also make sure that they're ready too. This conversation can go deeper and deeper. I promise you it can. And if you want, you let me know how deep you want to go. Let's talk about it. Tell me what you, what, what do you want to make sure? What I can, we can have some conversations about things specifically, how we can be able to get prepared for these things. Let's do it. Let's dive in because I want to make sure at the end of the day that me and you, that we're ready. I love you all. And I can't wait to have a deeper conversation with you next time, right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast.